0: The National Science Foundation's Ideas Lab turns the grants process on its head. We'll talk about that next on The Scope. Examining the latest research and telling you about the latest breakthroughs, The Science and Research Show is on The Scope. I'm talking with Dr. Matt Wakobiak, a U STAR professor of neurobiology and anatomy at the University of Utah. I had never heard of the National Science Foundation Ideas Workshop.
1: I had never heard of it either. I think, you know, none of the people that were at this workshop in the end hadn't. Had heard of it. The basic idea is that uh, you bring uh, a number of people together who are, have applied and were selected based on their interest in collaborating with others and approaching big problems, but not necessarily based on preliminary proposals. Um, you bring these folks together into a week-long, intense workshop in which the goal is to uh, form collaborative teams who are going to approach big, high-impact questions uh, using kind of an interdisciplinary, team-driven approach. Uh, this particular workshop was focused on olfactory coding. Cracking the Olfactory Code was the title of it. The major goal was to really understand how the nervous system encodes information about odors, how the brain processes odor information. You know, the NSF really decided to dedicate a lot of resources to this. They had set aside between 12 and $16 million to fund several groups which would come out of this workshop to uh, tackle this problem. So there have been a number of these ideas lab workshops for different areas.
0: And, the, and at the end, it's not that they award the money right then, but you're invited to, if, if you're successful, you're invited to submit a proposal,
1: correct? That's right, yeah.
0: Let's talk about the funding mechanism. Uh, this was a very, at least when I heard about it, it just seemed very unusual and like nothing I had ever heard before. Um, what is an example of maybe the most surprising or oddest exercise you had to do.
1: Well, yeah, it was a very surprising uh, mechanism. You know, the idea was that we went to this workshop without any preconceived notions about what we would do as a project. And we were actually given no agenda ahead of time in terms of what was going to happen at this workshop. We didn't know who was going to be there in advance. And of course, we were supposed to eventually uh, form groups with other investigators. So that was kind of interesting to go into the whole thing from the beginning. I think most interesting examples of uh, kind of exercises was we had to very early on form our own little countries. Uh, we had to talk to everybody else and find people that we sort of identified with in terms of how we approach science and what our, you know, how we define questions in the general field of uh, olfaction. So we, you know, had to had to meet other people, put ourselves in a certain sort of territory, identify, give our country a name, give them, <laughs> give us, give it uh, a motto. Define um, what, what our imports and exports are, things like that.
0: What was the name and motto of yours?
1: Identistan or something. So we're, <laughs> we're interested in understanding kind of how the nervous system encodes for identity of, of odors and, and what are our, our exports were, you know, what, what do we produce for other people? We produce, uh, you know, obviously information and data that other people can test with models and, um, you know, our imports are techniques that we get from other people who are developing those things and hypotheses. You know, another was basically a kind of a scientific speed dating exercise. You know, you kind of spend two minutes with a person, find out what they work on, try to identify a project that the two of you could work on together, and describe what that would be within a couple of minutes. What,
0: what do you think the, the purposes of those types of um, projects were?
1: A lot of these exercises, you know, and that was just one. We did many different kinds of exercises, but, you know, I think a lot of them were aimed at uh, breaking down Barriers to communication. Uh, you know, getting people out of their comfort zone and kind of broadening the way they think about science. You know, I mean, as scientists, we tend to spend a lot of energy, you know, focusing on on problems in a fairly narrow way, and and um, you know, it, it's you have to sort of have something to kind of disrupt that way of thinking. So a lot of it was aimed at that, getting people to think to think big without kind of doubting whether they might be able to approach these problems, and also just learn about what what expertise other people have to bring to the table.
0: At the end of the workshop, what was the end product?
1: Well, the end product of the workshop itself was really a 12-minute talk. So, I mean, that you know, we were all joking while we were there. I mean, this was really like, you know, sort of a, a reality TV show. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, um, well, and, and because
0: and, all the program officers were watching you do this whole thing too, right? Oh, Probably yeah. Taking was, notes. It, yeah, right,
1: it was really. F- and so there were program officers and there was a panel, a review panel, of scientists who were brought in really to... Uh, to review those preliminary proposals. Um, And, you know, one thing that was interesting about that is they also served as mentors throughout the weeks. You know, a lot of that week was devoted to to kind of forming groups, generating ideas, and so not really developing specific proposals. And that phase of developing, you know, a specific proposal with a specific group of people, you know, really just lasted probably 48 hours. Wow. Yeah, and you know most a lot of that something that usually takes months, right? (laughs) And about forty hours of that time, everyone was awake and working hard, so (laughs) it was quite intense. Yeah.
0: So, what did you think about all this? What What's your kind of lasting impression?
1: When you're kind of developing a big project in a very very short time, you know, you can always look back and think, well, you know, we we maybe if we had more time or had the chance to kind of bring in more people into this project, you know, it could have been even more successful, Mm -hmm. right? Um. So I think it's, in that sense, it's still probably an experiment. It was definitely, I would say, you know, kind of the most a- intense, you know, professional experience I've had in my career. And so that was really, just personally, you know, it was a great experience to kind of go through that, right, and see what comes out at the end. It's a great mechanism to generate ideas and to uh get people potentially working together that might not otherwise. And I think that sort of process can work in a lot of different contexts. I think it's great, for example, for developing ideas internally in the context, let's say, of a retreat or something like that within an institution, you know, that can work in a lot of different ways. And so that was really one of the things that I took away from that.
0: Interesting, informative, and all in the name of better health. This is the Scope Health Sciences Radio.